everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman. And joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Yoshi. And Michael Damiani. (laughs) And Brendan Jones. Whoa. Yoshi, Jigglypuff, and Pikachu. Playing Smash Brothers, baby. Sure. Uh, Why? Why did that happen? I don't know. Okay. Heard Yoshi. And then, yeah, Damiani just played along. That's he opened I, up the whole Pokemon what realm, which I wouldn't have gone else. Pokemon, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Damiani did it. So Yeah, it's fun. Brad, what's your goal this week? My goal is to pet Sophie on her belly Ooh, at one point during the podcast. Pet Sophie on her belly. Good okay, goal. Damiani, what's your goal? My goal is to make Kyle Bossman say, Damiani, you, you can't do that. <laughs> okay. uh, can't Jones? do that. Brandon Jones, what's your goal? This one is from Mumble Mumbleton from our community. Requested that I use the word Jonesen one time during the podcast uh, earnestly. Like, not I'm not making okay. a joke. Mm-hmm. Which I, I feel I can do. What? I, was, I almost was going to do, say, geostigma nat- like in a natural kind of way through this podcast. Oh, that's podcast. a good one. Save it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, save yeah, that's it. a good, good one. Goal. Save it. Uh, my goal this week is to uh, paint a picture, to tell an, make an illustrative analogy. Oh. Metaphor. Yes. But a very descriptive one. Let's begin our corrections. Uh, Correction music, please. Okay, so obviously we talked about the Scorpio specs last week. Bound to have a lot of corrections. We didn't have things as wrong as I thought we did. We did okay. Here's the one we got very, very wrong. Uh, Ian does not have 32 gigs of GDR... GDDR5 nor DDR5. <laughs> yeah. So Damiani's reaction is correct. Wait, yeah. said, that's the GPU. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you don't have DDR5 in your RAM. Right, right, so right. You got DDR4. Right. So Scorpio has 12 GDR5, and Ian's like, come on, please, I got 32. And so. <laughs> So that was the thing we got the most wrong. That's super funny. That's that was great. wrong. Like and so that. even DDR5 is is not, he does not have that. Uh, maybe DDR3, maybe DDR4, but not DDR5. Most, yeah, D4. Uh, I also misrepresented the fact that some PS4 games are 4K. Apparently, right, uh, like remasters might be 4K on PS4 Pro, uh, but the big current games are not 4K. Uh, but checkerboarding, on the other hand, I saw some comments say, isn't that bad it is basically if you're standing still checkerboard is 4k legit and then once you start moving it's half of the pixels or a certain number of the pixels are you old pixels are used in those spaces and so any screenshot you take of a checkerboarded 4k game will still be 4k and so apparently it's really hard to tell the difference checkerboarding isn't as bad as i made it sound last week isn't horizon 4k Horizon is uh, checkerboarded 4K. Oh. Yeah. Checkerboarded. Checkerboarded. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, soccer, a.k.a. football, is a good sport. Forza 6 is the most recent Forza. Uh, they did show some Spider-Man at the PS4 Pro event, Jones. I hey. owe you an apology for that. They absolutely did. Nice. Uh, but... Jones, you let us down here. Darth Vader, it was not flying a TIE Interceptor. It was a TIE Advanced. TIE Advanced, right. Yep. Yeah, isn't that the one he has with the wings like this? Yes. Yeah. Uh, TIE Interceptor has the ones like this. They go forward, right? Yeah. To, yeah. to listeners, uh, Interceptor is more triangular yep. in nature, uh, whereas the Advanced is more of like, a, I guess, a hexagon. I love that. 
That's awesome. I just love that correction. That's so great. here's it goes yeah. beyond this. Jones. Take me down. So Jones made it. He made it. <laughs> Jones had a really funny observation about thinking about Darth Vader at the end of Episode Three, Four. Uh, at the episode end of Episode Four, just hanging out. Uh, apparently, Ty Advanced has a hyperdrive. Okay. So he could have been able to. However, canon wise, it, his ship was damaged, and the book uh, lost stars. Somebody is assigned to go help Darth Vader go pick him up. Because what's up, Damiani? What's uh, when did that book come out? 2015. It's canon. Oh, okay, so ah, it's canon. Okay, Lost Stars sure. canon. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so somebody has to go pick up Darth Vader because he is just like. Dude, oh, I feel like there's a story it. for literally everything in Star yep. Wars. Yeah. Of course. So Even after they wiped there. away yeah. the canon, yeah. there's enough yeah. new canon. Let's write a now. book about the guy that goes yeah. to find Darth Vader <laughs> yeah. floating in space. I think it's a lady actually. Yeah, I get that or lady. Yeah. Oh yeah. And corrections music, please. I did also want to give credit to our comments. The most popular suggestion for the Scorpio, Project Scorpio, is Xbox One Elite. So if that's what it ends up being, everybody, our community gets to say, I told you so. You've earned it. What did you guys say? What did you think it would be? I don't really have a name yet, Brad, but... Do you think it would just be something like not related to Xbox One? That's the thing, is we weren't even sure if it's going to be Xbox One something, but yeah. it most likely will be. It's just so close to what the Xbox One is, it's very clear it's not a next-generation thing. I had a lot of people on social media remind me that they... Elite is a word that Microsoft has used before to describe the Xbox. So, like, even in the one be. era, even the, the controller, yeah, the Elite the controller. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I can see it. See. I can see it. I think it's a really good idea. And so, yeah, you get it. So, uh, y'all know my favorite way to start a game podcast. announcement. Yeah. I'm not super stoked on this one. I'm oh, not. I'm not oh. feeling that way that I normally feel wow. with a game announcement. It feels a little hollow. Okay. So it's, it's a game called Code Vein. Ah, uh, yeah. And so let me tell you, uh, V-E-I-N, Jones. Uh, this is a dramatic exploration hard action RPG. Hard action now. By the way, that's IGN's translation. Yeah. I got an alternate one from Silicon Era. It's a dramatic dungeon exploring action RPG. Oh my. So maybe if we put those two together, we have a kind of good idea about what this game is. So anyway, this was announced uh, from Bandai Namco uh, this week. Here's the weird thing. Uh, we'll learn more about it uh, Thursday. So most of the listeners mm-hmm. already have seen more about it. Uh, that is going to... And then that's a, April 20th is the official worldwide announcement. And a full trailer in early May. Uh, late last week, we got a teaser trailer. And today we got the title and some weird details about the plot. And the there's enemies called the lost and you're going to suck their blood and you have an AI buddy called bu- a, a so that, buddy. That's the vein there. Yeah. <sighs> Coming in. Hmm. I'm oh, thrown off Jones. I'm thrown off by this blood. announcement. It's so weird to me and to do it in this order. I didn't like the tagline that they had before prepare to dine. Yes. Cause <laughs> Namco Bandai. They're like prepare to die for dark souls. Yep. Prepare to, to die. That. We're yeah. going to feast off of our, our enemies. Uh, last detail before we dig in big time is that the director is Hiroshi Yoshimura, who is a director of God Eater. Uh, God hey. Eater will continue. God Eater will still happen, oh. but this is a okay. uh, a new franchise happening along with it. So, I don't like. I don't care to talk about like what we think it might be too much because people will know more already time, on yeah. Thursday. Uh, I kind of want to talk about the proper way to make a game announcement, and to me, this feels hollow. Oh, Jones. Are you excited about <laughs> that's this? What I'm, that's my favorite way to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's dig in, Jones. I'm always, I'm always Jones for game announcements. For some reason, we we have a... Oh, already? Already, baby. Wow. I, there's, there are a few things I'm Jones and more for. Sure. I'm truly Jones all the time. Damn, dude. Oh. <laughs> Just piling it on. I'm getting points. 
<laughs> like I, I, I can't promise that'll be the only Jones in it's this like podcast. It's like three pointers. I just yeah. imagine Jones just getting three <laughs> okay. pointers. Um, all right, Jones. So, uh, tell me why I feel empty today. Tell me why this isn't enough. I don't have enough information. You need to. Sure. I, 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 you said this is the way. I don't like it that they did this way. Run me through the way they did it. Okay. The- so, uh, imagine uh, just suddenly. A, a game with no name has a teaser, the animated style, 2D animation, uh, with a, not very clear. Brad, I would say it, it's artistic in a way, but yeah. not clear what game. I was it's like, selling. is this a 2D Bloodborne? Yes, there's like beasts and everything like that. That's the vibe you get off yeah. of this 2D trailer. Then a few days later, you get the title of this game, but also details of its plot and kind of conceptually what the game is going to be. And then some more days later, the official world reveal. And then some more days later, the teaser trailer, what'd they say? Full trailer. The yeah. full trailer in early May. Yeah, that's... It's it's a bad way to approach the whole idea of, like, how do we... It's very tough to, to announce a game and to make sure people understand it. And so we're going to have lots of different opportunities. You have two. You mm-hmm. have... I, ne- I didn't even know this was a thing. And now, ooh, now I know it's a thing. Yeah. You can take that opportunity and you can put all your chips in that side of the table. That's fine. And you can, like, the it's going to be a two-and-a-half-minute trailer. You're going to go from not knowing it, God of War. Didn't know a thing. Two minutes later, now oh, now we're all set. Now we know about this axe. We know about the kid. We know about him. We know about the environment. We know about the things he's going to be fighting. You know, there's dragons and stuff. I have questions, but I have answers. I'm ready. Like, I'm, I'm totally brought up to date. Let's go, God of War. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like... If you maybe want to do the Destiny where it's like, we're going to have a teaser and then we're going to give you the other stuff later. I like the way Destiny did it because they had uh, the teaser and the trailer were totally separate. Or when Battlefront did it, where they had a little bit of teaser and then the full trailer. The full trailer was just a longer version of the teaser and, and that's a no-no. Because I'm bored. Oh, that's a no-no. Because when I get to the full one, it's like, I've already seen, like, look at Ray running through the forest. It's like, you showed me that. You showed me that that exact shot already. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, Ben and Amco is like, we want to make sure the information's all out there. By the time that second announcement is done, it's over. Everything you're doing now yeah. is just updates. I do feel that way. I think that you the, can't the do this over you can do this 2017. So you give me that little teaser that lets me know when to show up so I can be there with my friends who will all find out at the same time. I know a mm-hmm. lot of people hate that. They're like, just do the announcement. But you have to understand it's like, I, I want people, just in case you're on vacation or whatever, I just want to make sure everybody just knows, come back. <laughs> this is going to be the day when everything's going to happen. Yeah. And then it happens. And then everything after that's just a little news update. But you can't pretend, okay, now everyone come back. They're like, we're not going to come back four times. Yeah. That's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Damiani, what's your hype level on Code Vein right now? <clears throat> low? Yeah. Pretty low. Brad, what's yours? Question mark? Uh, I'm interested. Oh. It sounds cool. Here we go. The visual art looked cool and everything like that. From I what do, you told me, it sounds interesting. It's got a style, at least. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I would like to know more. I'm up for a dramatic exploration hard action yeah. RPG. I want that. I'm going to be done after I see that. Like next thing when they finally show the gameplay of it or whatever, I don't even see any more little trinkle updates. Probably. Yeah, I, I like I'm what, good. I like what Jones just said. You get two, and yeah, I honestly, I think Jones right because I think movies do this a lot. They'll announce a they'll announce a movie way before they're ready to show anything, and I don't think that's necessarily bad. So I think Code Vein should they could have said, "Hey, we're working on Code Vein." I don't think they should have released any of this information about sucking up the lost's blood. I wish they showed us yeah. instead of telling us again. Like, Exact text. Yes, Brad. Especially yes. the video yeah. game, you know. Yes. Yeah. And so I think that, as Joan said, there should be two things, not four. And I, and I, I think that's what I wanted to talk about in regards to this. What, Tamiani? No, I disagree with that. Oh, okay. For a game that seems this is a new IP, right? There's new whole I, new I'm, IP. Yes, it's a new IP. Brand new IP. What, just dancing around it so much by throwing out these morsels instead of the big reveal and then the follow like the one-two punch. You do this for maybe like a big release, you can get away with something like this. 
like Red Dead, you know, New Red Dead. It's like, hey, here's like the teaser, teaser image. image. Right? Here's the teaser up. trailer. Oh, maybe you throw out some new concept art. Like they can do that trickle. They can get away with that because they have franchise. established fan. But yeah, Everybody's everything's excited. established. Yep. People just want to consume whatever they can get. Mm-hmm. But something like a new IP, a new game reveal that's brand new. Really I, good point. Though, you Yanni, you yeah. can't do that. Like yeah. I, I am not. I get Brad seems interested in it, but at the same time, I'm just looking at it. It's like, why should I care about this? Oh, yeah, other yeah, than yeah. it might look. You you might show me some cool art, but that's what hooked me. But more like I, you you got me now. This is your chance to sell me. Don't wait x amount of days or even weeks. Like do it now. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously, yeah, that would have been better. Totally. Other stuff's gonna might come out, and I'm gonna forget about this because you're no name right now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I had a to l- risky three times. I had to look down back at the paper to remember the name of this game. What's it called again? I literally just forgot. Code, Code Vein. Code yeah. Vein. Code Vein. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love to start podcasts with game announcements. That's not really the kind that I get it all. Not the best about. kind. Uh, Still excited to see what it does. Though. I think that we saw last week. Artful announcements. I think the, the Nintendo Direct is what we're transitioning to was really good. Uh, it, it, we knew ahead of time not to expect too much. This could be about ARMS. This could be about Splatoon 2. But it was presented in a really snappy, interesting way. They uh, yeah. had uh, like headlines oh, yeah. ahead of time. and the then rundown. You would, the rundown. That was yeah. so cool. It was very cool. It was very snappy. Yeah. Uh, I see that as is a great way to present things. If you want, it's worth checking out. If you want to just look, go back and listen to it. What's up, Damiani? I was gonna say it was so cool how some of them were blank. Yeah, people were like, I was you like, see the rundown. They, I was like, they gonna reveal up. everything in this yeah. rundown here, and it was like blank or unannounced, like exciting yeah. adventure. I was like, yeah, oh, okay, that's pretty good. I, I like that. It even teases the mm. new game announcements and. All of those blanks are not going to be spoken about on this podcast. I simply don't care. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the big stories that came out of the Nintendo Direct. We'll save it for the Nintendo podcast. We'll save it for Friend Code. Um, okay, so here's the big news. ARMS. Huge new IP. We're talking new IP. I think ARMS was revealed pretty well as a new IP. Uh, this is coming June 16th. Mm-hmm. Bad day. Why is yeah. that a bad day? For us. Oh right, E3. that's, that's Friday. E3. That's Friday, Friday for E3. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Bad day for us only. Everyone to, else had to, such a good to day. To say for. that Friday is after E3 is mm. even pushing it. Like that. that oh, that it's is, still basically that E3. That is a sleep day. Yeah, that day is a part of E3 as far as I'm concerned. I mean, yeah, <laughs> somebody's gonna be doing the review I'm not during a lot E3. Done on Friday. Everyone's yeah. traveling and just like what? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make this point. I know. For journalists, people cover industry, yes, that matters more for us. Oh, yeah, nobody but feels I, sorry for you. Nobody. I'm not trying to feel sorry for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to tell you that it's going to get buried in all the news, even the reviews. Mm-hmm. The, the people looking for it, people are going to be buried in looking at the news, watching the videos, consuming E3. Like, that week should be off limits, except for demos, like stealth drop, shout drop demos, mm-hmm. or DLC updates, or something like that. A major new game during that week, I feel, is extremely risky. Normally, because it'll get buried. Normally, I would disagree with you here, Damiani. Normally, I would say uh, video game news, like nobody really follows it. However, I do think E3 makes enough noise, enough people see the next thing and get excited about the next thing that yeah, you could get lost. When in that did uh, E3. The Last of Us come out originally? I know it came out like right after the E3. week before or after. I think it was. It was like a, every reviews came out before E3, like well before E3. Okay. But the actual game came out like that week. I think like The Last of Us. I really? think like the first day of E3 was. Yeah, the that game did pretty well. 
right? <laughs> yeah. Touche, Bradley Ellis. Wants to play it right Touché. away. Well, all Nintendo has to do is only bring arms to E3, and then they can just That's really focus on yeah, it. You know, we got Mario. Two things there: Naughty Dog. Oh yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying, man. Just saying. Uh, it's possible, but I would I would just not recommend it. I think of course. I think that release date is the news out of the direct for arms. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we saw that there'll be a two v two mode that you you know looks like chaos. New there's characters. switchable gloves that you unlock <laughs> and one new character. Yeah. Well, I mean, they revealed officially two characters, but there were more characters in the background. Apparently, people spotted. Oh. oh. Wait, deep. I only saw the one. I saw Min Min. And there was the ninja guy, right? Is he new? Ninja guy's old. Pe- okay. Oh, okay. People are. I mean, yeah. people are assuming their characters. So. Okay. Cool. I like that detail. That's some game explaining stuff right oh, there. Oh yeah, they didn't announce it at this, but I heard something that they're going to be doing like a an exhibition tournament for the game That's with cool. like some pro fighters. That's like really cool. People, yeah, to try and you know arms get at some Evo. buzz. Yeah, I don't know if it's idea. at Let's Evo or it's earlier, but yeah, yeah, arms at Evo. Um, yeah, it looks it looks exciting. I mean, it's not, uh, yeah. it's not the end of the world comes out the end of E three. Just wanted to say. Be careful with that week. Like, what's the difference between isn't it the week after E three? Like that. What's wrong with the Friday after E the the week from after E three? Is there something special coming out that day that Damiani, Final Fantasy seven remake coming out that week? And you just don't want to have arms there. Like, I honestly <laughs> think when they're doing this, there's somebody in the room saying it's not a factor. It's really not important. That's why I was always to say all saying faction. who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same guys yeah. like going, oh yeah. Also, cancel the NES mini. We're done doing yeah, probably this. That. Brad, probably, probably we'll get there. People. We'll get there, probably Brad. <laughs> Think of all the people that can't go to California to be there for E3, you know. People watch a couple press conferences, they'll get their news, they're ready to move on. Yeah. yeah. You know. But our yeah. audience... Receiving news and making a, 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 a you know... A purchase, a gaming purchase. I yeah. think they're two separate things. Our audience is not on Twitter. Our audience is right. not on Facebook. <laughs> That's Our, right. Yeah, they're not on any of the social medias. Our audience strictly looks at Target ads. Right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the other big news is Splatoon two Yay! coming July twelfth, the next month uh, after Arms, and shoot, I, I guess the date's a big thing again for Splatoon. But but Splatoon showed off a pretty cool horde mode mm-hmm. called Salmon Run. Uh, which is two to four players. Uh, basically, some creepy salmon are coming in in waves. Uh-huh. I don't know why that should be news, uh, but it kind of is. It kind of is for Nintendo. Uh, it is for a big Nintendo property to have a horde mode. Uh, it's kind of unprecedented. I realize it's ridiculous. I realize you started your comment already, uh, but uh, it was presented in a unique way. I think it's interesting for Nintendo to care about these things. Uh in that when it was announced that the switch will not have any in hardware chat that sounded real bad but it does seem that they do care about the way that these things will work online and the way that they work with the mobile app that comes along with it i completely it. forgot about that yeah so brad when you're playing this multiplayer you're gonna have to have the app up you're going to have to send Huber a request over the app and then just plug in your earphones to your phone. It's like, oh. sorry, anyone who uses data. It's called it's yeah. called Discord on your phone. Why would you ever ah. use an app like that? I mean, Dominic's right. Yeah. Why would you ever use like, an app? Like, there's already stuff, but anyway. I think they think it's going to be simpler. I think they think it's going to be nice and simple. Probably. Every, everybody you're friends maybe with the, on your yeah, Switch. Maybe they realize like, people just go use their own voice chat anyway, and they're like, mm-hmm. let's we'll give you something so that if you don't want to use these, you have an easy to use option. Yeah. But, Still, still a little weird. Sometimes. It's under the list of features. 
Yeah. It, when I looked at like, the things that are they've announced for it, and they're just like, yeah, and it will work with our mobile app. Yeah. It's like that's a feature, huh? It's like, yeah, <laughs> they really want to push that. Uh, but I guess I guess that's a neat thing actually, in that you had no chat options for Splatoon on Wii U. Uh, so that's a it's a really in a way yeah, a step up. <laughs> yeah, it's something. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's something. And it's better than nothing, but still, I mean, it's still nice that they put that focus on there. Uh, having that much time dedicated to Splatoon 2 shows they're like really supporting that game mm-hmm, and yeah. they want it to be a you know continuing new like IP for them so uh I think the yeah you saying about the big deal about them focusing on a horde mode it's like hey Nintendo shooter with a horde mode yeah exactly it's like, I realize it's that it's anytime Nintendo does it I mean they're always gonna do even if it's another mode that was completely unique they always do this. They like to reveal parts of games in these fashion with their directs. Like, that's what directs are made around, like, piecemeal parts. And they can get away with that, unlike Code Vein, because <laughs> they're Nintendo and it's Splatoon and everyone knows about Splatoon. Yeah. And it's like... That's fair, though. Here, here's Horde Mode in Code Vein. And they showed it, actually. Again, if you think about the reveal of Splatoon as a new IP, I think they nailed that. That was uh that was a really good Nintendo Direct, uh, highly produced at E3, mm-hmm. and I think it started in an aquarium. You saw the producers talking about the game that they were trying to make, and then you see the reveal of the game. I think Splatoon was revealed really well. I think there was excitement almost immediately for that. Yeah, they had a lot of real estate that E3 too for hands on as well. Like yes. you, like you could play it immediately. Nintendo cared about. It. You can yep. tell when Nintendo releases a new IP that you haven't heard of, like codename Steam. And, and they, they did a, they did a round table for it. They tried to do something for it, but like you could tell, you could tell that this is like a hail mary. It yeah, might yeah. catch on, but it's mm-hmm. probably not. Splatoon, they were like all in from the beginning. So seeing it get a dedicated part of a Nintendo Direct, a huge part, just for a one mode that's not even like really that special. I mean, the presentation was kind of humorous, and you know, they're the this quirky style of Splatoon, but. Kind of humorous. It, I would yeah, give it kind of. I guess it like it, it borders on the, the the line of trying to be meme and stuff. It's like Splatoon. I wouldn't say meme. I'd say Nickelodeon-y. And I okay, think that's probably a better way element. to put it. I guess. Uh, th- okay, I, I can see that as a better way. Yeah, it's yeah. more than going. Oh, look out for that salmon! Yeah, yeah. player okay. one out. Yeah. Point is, they care a lot about this. They do, and yeah. they're giving they it significant time, yeah. and it's. It probably will show when we get more about it and actually get hands-on with it. Yeah. And so, uh, you know what? Let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about last week's bet today. Whoa. Whoa. Because what we, we bet on when we, th- when we thought ARMS would come out. Yeah. And oh. we all said May. <laughs> we all said May. Good job. Wow, really? Because here's the Switch is out. It's a very successful new console. I didn't pull this headline, but uh, fastest-selling Nintendo console in the U.S. of all time. Uh, it had a great launch. It's easy to say. Uh, slowing down pretty quickly. And so the the big game launch of April will be Mario Kart 8. The big Deluxe. game of May. Deluxe, thank you. The big game of May. Can anyone guess? Does anyone know what is actually the big Switch exclusive of May? I do, and I forgot. Exactly, Jones. No. Uh, is it? Wait. Wow. Not, not rhyme. It's not rhyme. It's Ultra Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. That comes the out. final yeah. challenges. Coming out. I think, let me double check. I think it's May, May 26. That's the big release. Yeah, that wow. is the big release That's of like May. That's like a side dish. That is a, oh, it's such a side dish, Brad. It's not a main course. That's, 
but that's it. That. So that's right. I, I'm maybe that's where we steer the direction. Is I mean that's the upcoming games for the Switch, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which I realize people are excited about. Me. Brad's excited about it. Yeah. Uh, me no. I've I've had yeah. My you time played the hell out of it. Yeah. You're done. I'm okay. I'm set. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. May 26th, Ultra Street Fighter 2. Just what a port that one is. If you. <laughs> What a port. What a port. It's Street Fighter 2 <laughs> HD, uh, and also you can play it old school style, and the additions are Violent Ken and Dark Ryu, uh, just recolored. Somebody pointed out, they don't it's even change their wind poses. Violent Ken and Evil Ryu? Evil Ryu, thank you, Damiani. Uh, so those are the final challengers, or those two additional characters who do not have a single new animation between them. Ugh. And wow. also, uh, there's like a mode where you're in first person throwing Hadouken. There's like, a, there's yeah. 2v1, right? You can do TV, 2v1. And you can do 2v1 as well. There's a 2v1 mode. Yeah. And that... That's it? That's our May game, baby. That's the May. That's you know what would have been a sweet for May? Hmm. Is the rest of Virtual Console out. Huh? Yeah. That would have been sweet. Uh, well, I'm at least sense. one new console. Yeah. Like NES, be... Super Nintendo, and 64. Details coming soon, apparently, Brad. Details at E3. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. It's like, here we go again. Come on. That would take too long. Nintendo, what's up? So, uh, I guess I want to ask each person on the panel, are you feeling it? Are you feeling the Switch slow down already? Or are you still on the Zelda high? Are you still feeling good about the Switch? Um, I feel okay about it. Because I just kind of play it on the side here and there. Like, I'll Mm -hmm. play Shovel Knight every now and then. Yeah. But I, I do find myself wishing there was more to play on it already. Where I'm like, I'm wanting to buy things. Yes. Like, really badly. Mm-hmm. And there's just nothing I sure. want to buy, really. Like, I'd buy King of Fighters 98, but I'd only play it for a little bit. There's, like, small things here and there, but not enough. Damiani, where are you feeling about the Switch? Your Switch, personally. I mean, oh, my Switch, personally. No, yeah. The Switch in general. Yeah. Um, I hit it with my foot yesterday, and it made the beep. And I was like, oh, my Switch is still here. Oh, God. Whoa. I hit it with my foot? <laughs> it was on the floor in dock. Wow. And I actually, like, nicked it with my foot. And I heard this noise. I'm like, was that my 3D? Oh, it's a Switch. Tell me yeah, I forgot about that system. <laughs> there Sorry. are people out there dying to own a Switch right now. And you're kicking yours around in your apartment. I'm not kicking it around. You're kicking it around, it man. It's plugged in, charged. It's Put just... it up on top of something. No, it, it was like... Damiani, <sighs> you can't do that. It's a portable system. There I can it is. wherever I want. There Wait it a minute. is. Wait a minute. So he didn't look down at his feet and see that the switch was there and then notice it right away. So this was not only plugged in. It sounds like there was like some laundry on top of it. Or something, you know? no, it, was, it sounds like you were like no, it was there. Like your, your, just, your, your top mis- blanket on your bed was covering no, it. I just misjudged my step and thought I walked over it and I like the back of my heel just like nicked it and mm-hmm. it fell over and it just decided to make the little. No, I was like, oh yeah, the power on noise or whatever. What's it makes. the next game you're gonna buy for your switch? At this rate, yeah. Super Mario Odyssey. Damn! Wow. Whoa! Not even like a little tiny game here. Not there? even the arms. Not even Splatoon Two. I mean, Splatoon Two, man. I mean, that's a valid answer, Damiani. I, I, I don't mean to be critical of yeah. your answer. Right? I mean, I would prefer not to buy Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Okay. Um, if we get to play it, I'll play we it. I'll try it out, Hawk boys. We I play don't. It together. <laughs> I really don't have an interest in arms. It doesn't seem like it, it's not for me. Wow. But I, I think it could. It can you know catch on with you know and do okay yeah i think if they yeah. the right push with i'm it. stoked for arms if they show cool single player stuff even if it's just an arcade i mode think it'll endings, just be like i'm cool with yeah. it uh, maybe yeah i don't think i'd buy it either uh, um, it's be fun for playing with buds though 
Splatoon I'll probably get later, but I'm not, uh, probably when it goes on bestseller list or whatever. Like, not, not right away. Do you know how long that takes for Nintendo games, Damiani? They don't do it's it like that like five years. years. It's like five years. It's years. the five-year wait, baby. Yeah, five-year right. plan. Five Come on, man. Plan, get on baby. the zeitgeist. Uh, we're all going to be blasting ink at each other. But, I mean, I, I'm really hoping E3, they, they have some announcements there that can they be do. excited. Yeah. I, I don't... I mean, you asked if it's slowing down. From my perspective, I feel that at the end, after this month in May, I, I personally wonder there could be people saying, hey... uh, Remember how Switch was impossible to find two months ago? Wow, you can walk into any store and get it. Like, where are the games? Like, I wonder if the Zeitgeist sure. is going to end soon. It's, I'm worried that Nintendo's not writing this correctly, not that it wasn't, you know, have a, a good plan of attack. Because, as you said, Ultra Street Fighter 2 is not the killer app it's for May. It. It's, it's going to keep that, you know, success going strong into E3 with those hype announcements. But... I'm hoping that they're just like, yeah, we put out what we can put out system-wise. We really don't need to drive sales for a few months. Mm. We're hoping people just try and get a Switch and are playing Zelda still. Once the E3 comes around, it's like, hey, got Mario this fall. Yeah. Guess what? Xenoblade is coming out this year. Yeah, <laughs> jokes, baby. Jokes on you, Damian. You didn't believe us. You didn't believe? It's coming out in August. Huge. In the, August, the Damiani. The RPG of the summer. You got Xenoblade 2. Yeah. Oh. Stealth announcement, another game coming out yeah, this year that you were really excited about. Oh, and oh, next year you... that Rabbids game? It's yeah, real. Mario Rabbids crossover. It's, it's real. Totally and real. It's here. And you know what? What you thought about 2018? You'd like, oh, they'll uh-huh. just release all their games and everything. Well, guess what? We got a new Metroid for you. After the success of Zelda, mm-hmm. we rethought the conventions of Metroid Open and decided to Metroid. go. So we made Federation in. Force Two. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> Jones. Yeah, you still feeling good about your Switch? I love it. Okay. Thank oh, it's you. fantastic. Okay. Yeah. But I'm really taking my time with Zelda, and so yeah. And, but, see, Charles, I think that's normal. I think most people with Switches are. But I think, I think if you're smart and you own a Switch, don't rush that game because you'll be sad when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> because there won't be a lot. That's why you gotta buy Shovel Knight, baby. Very sad. Maybe I, Snake I'm, Pass. I'm just yeah. trying to be as Come honest with Wii myself U. as possible about that system because I do feel that. Like home. there's sometimes, oh, yeah, yeah. Brad, there's sometimes I hold that thing in my hand. and I go, God, there's so many games I would love to play this. So I'm, I was playing uh, Mr. Shifty today, which just came out on Steam, oh, which is a lot yeah. of fun. And that's on like, Switch. Are you gonna play it on? Is it? Yeah. Perfect game to yes. get on Switch. Cool. Like, yes, yes, yes. Get that. Um, I hear you. I'm so, actually adapting to this idea of playing console games handheld. I get you, Jones. So these big, you know, games are waiting for. You know, they're getting a Fire Emblem. When's Mario? When's the exact day Mario is coming out? We don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna build my anticipation up to be like missing those games and be like kicking myself that those aren't out. Oh, as long Fire as we Emblem get Heroes. these great, Heroes, yeah. as long as we get these, you know, get uh, uh, virtual console love, get you know, independent mm-hmm. games that are just perfect for the system. Yeah. Right, I want to react, I want to say we're slowing down, but honestly, they sold as many as they could have. They produced one, they sold, (laughs) and the hilarious thing, Jones, I didn't get this story either, is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on Switch. Sold more than systems? (laughs) Sold more, yeah, they sold more copies of that game than they sold systems somehow. uh, Probably because of limited editions. Uh, That is crazy. They did as well as they possibly could It's sad consumers. People that walked into a store and were like, I might as well buy something. Yeah. I would have done that. Yeah. I, I know I'm going to play this. Yeah. I know I'm not going to play it on Wii U. So might as well just have it and put it on my shelf and just stare at it. I kind of was. I kind of want to say the right thing to do was maybe not release a bunch of games immediately. Let Zelda ride it out for a while. Let it let, breathe. Yeah, let it breathe, and then maybe this is the right thing to do. Should on Virtual Console, man. Yeah, I think they just weren't ready. Oh, of course not. How are you Kimmy? not ready for Virtual Console? At this so. Point? Virtual console is an interesting thing leading into our next discussion. Uh, Nintendo has officially announced 
that they will no longer be producing any more NES classics. Boo! Brad, why are you booing that, dude? Because it's something people love, people want, man. Actually, so it's Jones, so cool. <laughs> I need you to be Nintendo. I need you to read on the top of this page, just that one oh, paragraph. Boy. I need you to re- read their press release. I need oh, you I haven't to... even heard this yet. Yeah. Are there any spoilers in this? The last time I read a yeah. press release, I got in trouble. <laughs> right. Okay. <clears throat> Throughout April, NOA Territories will receive the last shipments of Nintendo Entertainment System NES Classic Edition systems for this year. We encourage anyone interested in obtaining the system to check with retail outlets regarding availability. We understand that it has been difficult for many consumers to find a system, Mm -hmm. and for that, we apologize. (laughs) We have paid close attention to consumer feedback, and we greatly appreciate the incredible level of consumer interest and support for this product. Done. You haven't That's paid. It. We you haven't paid attention. We have because paid people close want attention it. to consumer feedback. We've paid close and attention. We love that we got the feedback. Yeah, it's Nintendo just flipping Period. everyone <laughs> off. Give us more feedback, but listen, yeah. it's done. But you know what? We don't care. Yeah, we uh, put all your hate mail on our wall. Yeah, we enjoy it very much. <laughs> I think the that's incredibly interesting. It's very descriptive. So that's, Nintendo. <laughs> that's the NOA. Uh, we learned that uh, Nintendo of Europe is canceling as well. Nintendo of Japan as well with their own Famicom version. However, with theirs, they said it's done for now. We'll let you know when it's coming back, which is weird. Maybe that's a weird translation thing. Yeah. But uh, it might be coming back in Japan. We don't know. But this highly successful product of last year, of, of fall of 2016, is canceled. No more selling that thing. Uh, Nintendo does not want to make any more of this product with, that has high demand. Panel, how do we explain this? How do we explain this? How do we do it? Damiani, somebody posted on Twitter an amazing clip Ooh. that was somewhat like some like Entertainment Tonight or like I think it was sixty minutes. I think it was okay. a sixty minutes uh, thing on the Nintendo Entertainment System in the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could literally replace the word Nintendo Classic. They were just like. People want it. They can't get it. You know, they want to get in stores. They want to get this NES, but they can't get it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that weird? I wonder why Nintendo's doing that. I wonder what the production problems were. Blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, this isn't, you can't just draw a parallel between this and what Nintendo's doing right now with this one product. You can draw a parallel between everything they've ever done. 30 year problem. But here's the thing they didn't cancel it in less than a year, though. Mm. They're getting better. They're getting worse, they're getting man. More, they're getting more skilled. Jones, this is way different because they're realizing straight out canceled. You can't say they were trying to increase demand for this product because they had no future plan for this product. This was a short term product the whole time, you know. And so uh, it but really if it was wasn't successful. How would they have shut it down even sooner? You know, it's like what was. It was as successful as it possibly could have been. Yeah, I know. Is there is there anything? I don't. I don't think there could have been more demand. Right. You literally like that. This would have had to have been their plan all along. Right. There's I think, no way they're basing this off reaction. I honestly thought they, they thought... they were like waiting to see what people thought, and then they made this decision. They made this decision before the first one was sold, period. Okay, yep. so before... This was as long as they were going to sell it the whole time. Before we let Damiani loose, uh, I want to read you a quote from Reggie Fizeme, uh, president of Nintendo of America. Uh, GameSpot interviewed him in regards to this, and here's what he said. This is... When we looked at that proposition, what we believed was the adults, 30 to 40 years old, who grew up to playing NES as a kid, 10-year-old or so, but had stepped away from the gaming category, that was going to be the buyer of the NES Classic, he said. As we thought about that, that led us to a certain level of supply, meaning they thought only that category was going to buy this thing, so they only made enough for that kind of person to buy it. That... Sorry, the quote continues. That was the marketplace disconnect that happened. Wow. The marketplace marketplace disconnect. disconnect. 
He added that the Nintendo continues to make more NES classics or systems available. He said the supply issues for the NES classic have been largely addressed. So that that was before this was like, this was canceled. That was when the sorry that interview was before it was canceled. So uh, supply issues had been largely addressed. N- Reggie, good to hear. Was at least being cute <laughs> in an interview. I don't I don't know if he honestly believed that he was largely addressing them. Uh, more came out. More were produced in 2017, but obviously not enough to meet demand. Damiani, what's happening here? What's happening here? Nintendo doesn't like money. Nintendo loves money. How no. can you say that? Nintendo's a company that loves money. I don't think it's that simple. Doesn't like money. Nintendo loves money. What are they doing here? So. Okay. Nintendo. Mm -hmm. You really need to cut this crap out. We understand that for decades now, you've done this crap where you protect the value of the Nintendo name and your brands by making it super hard, super rare to find stuff. Because when people are in a frenzy trying to find this stuff, it's a craze. People like constantly have this in their mind that, oh, Nintendo, this stuff is rare. It makes this mentality in the average person who purchases Nintendo consumer products, you got to get it now. You got to get it right away. You got to buy it when it's relevant. Whether it's something you're going to produce a million of, like Breath of the Wild Standard Editions, which <laughs> there are millions of those. You can walk in any store and find those now. Yeah. To the very limited editions, which uh, if you're not there in the first five minutes, good luck. Pay 10 times the price on eBay. They probably love when they see that because like, they know how valuable it makes their brand. They're not seeing that money. They already made the sale. They already shipped that out. They got the price that they asked for when they shipped out all their copies to distributors. Reggie said he's sorry, Damiani. He just had a marketplace disconnect. Oh, he's, he, he said that wasn't his plan. He he made a plan based off plan. who he thought was going to buy it. Some clever person in marketing mm-hmm. who is their job to spin every in public relations, whose job is to spin every story to make it look make Nintendo look good. Wrote that crap for Reggie to say. They the the, the whole thing about. It is, hey, we... Uh, Reggie we, says what Reggie wants. No, no. <laughs> Damiani, you can't do that. They they had a meeting. They had a meeting. They had a discussion. Like, this is what you will be saying. Like, uh, this is the message we are crafting Massage to put out us. there. But if, imagine that meeting. Imagine them seriously, like, planning this. And just like, so this, this sounds pretty cool. 30 games, and they all run in, like, HD. Like, yeah, you can change them into different things. And we've got the licenses all straight now. we got all these games included. It's the, the best these games have ever looked. Like... This is, this is fantastic. I'm really excited about this hardware. Who's going to buy this? I mean, it's a really, really small group of people. Yeah. I mean, really, you know, <laughs> Whoever said like, that, you know, fire like, them. Like, Whoever you, said that. If you, yeah, if you, if you, you saw like, a picture of Coachella uh-huh. this weekend, yeah. less people than that. I mean, like, we're just a, re- a really small... Let's go. Let's put it into production right now. It's once again... And, it's and get it to that oh. real small group of people. Like, yeah. They have done this... They've done this enough that they they've they, never they, done they, this before. No, not the NES Classic. This is crazy. They know their fan base. They should know their they fan base. Know this their is their base, job. They, don't. they this, know I think how, is proof they don't. After especially after Amiibos, the most recent thing, mm-hmm. they should know better than this. Yeah. And the fact is, they should have seen pretty early on that like this system was not just selling to the thirty and forty year olds who were trying to relive the nostalgia thing. It was selling to moms and dads and to average people who were like, yo, this is like really cheap, easy to play. Like, this is cool. It's a and hip one thing, thing. One thing, uh, sorry, that like, was, did I they not make the, the Wii console? Did they not see like why it exploded and stuff? It's like, it's like they forgot history. It's like, yo, like when you see something exploding, just capitalize on it. So Damiani, they also didn't expect you to get it. The quote in the article is active gamers. 
How that stupid it, can too. you be? They didn't think that, Damiani would want that console. How stupid can you be, Nintendo? <laughs> Good God. Like, Why wouldn't I the just, biggest fans want to buy that? They're, they're probably yeah. like the same logic to believe like, no, the active gamer is going to want the virtual console version on their Switch more. They're not going to go out and buy an NES Classic. They're going to buy it on their Wii U virtual console, their 3DS virtual console. Mm-hmm. Or they got on their Switch. They don't want to buy a dedicated piece of hardware to their... That's what they're thinking. I can't even buy it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I can't buy your virtual console. So if they yeah. announce a new piece of hardware, are yeah. you going to be less inclined or more inclined to show up day one to buy it? So here's the thing. Jones, I think the NES Classic will never happen again. No, I, I don't think so. When it was announced... I, I'm, I'm talking about anything. Yeah. I'm talking about some some Switch peripheral. That they, this might be limited edition. I think oh. this thing's an anomaly. I really do. When it was announced, I said, I think this is just a way for them to make some money this year in 2016 because they don't have a big game and the Switch was delayed. The NX at the time was delayed. And so it, didn't, it doesn't surprise me that they canceled it. It really doesn't. I don't think this was ever a part of their long-term goals. I really do think it was a short-term thing always. Make it a long-term goal then. It it doesn't it doesn't go with their switch plans, Brad. It doesn't. They don't have switch plans. They do. They have plans. Their plans suck. Then right <laughs> now, what? who is it? Who is telling me? Huh. We, were, we were discussing this earlier, maybe in our Slack or something. We had a big discussion. Where I this said yeah. that they that they they were just maybe they were secretly upset that they let the production run of NES Classic run the same amount of time as the Wii U has been out. That over that same lifespan, NES Classic would have sold more units. Than, yeah. than the Switch. And it's then, not a matter but of pride, but, but then someone said, like, oh, but it's because it's only $60 versus $300 for it, a Switch. No, no, I said they make more money off Wii U. Because you also make money off software sales. You do make money off the virtual console. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the thing is, with that $60 NES thing, you, that's it. You made that money once, and then that's it. That's gone. Oh, eBay prices are saying high. People would rather pay as much for an NES Classic as they would for a Switch. <laughs> $300. <laughs> For an NES classic, and people are actually paying it. Yeah. You walk away from that kind of money, you are crazy. What do we call that? A, a market discrepancy? What is the word, the phrase Reggie used? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. That is what is happening right market, now. That is market inconsistency or something. And yeah. Yeah. I. Marketplace disconnect. Marketplace disconnect. We have a marketplace Kyle, disconnect right it here. It might yep. have been a temp plan yep. to be a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. But I think you both are crazy for saying there will be no, not another NES classic. That Japan quote might have been tipping their hand a little bit. That's so they might come back. Because right. I would not be surprised to see good old NES classic version two coming out <laughs> later this year or next year, and not for fifty nine ninety nine anymore. Yeah, maybe for a little bit more. They're like, 99. hey, now you get fifty games, but it's the like cords longer seventy, now. Yeah. and the cords longer, and you get a second controller. Yeah. What I want to know is, it too late to rename friend code Marketplace Disconnect? It's <laughs> 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 really good. What cracks me up though, and I just, I, I'm, 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 I joke, I joke, Damiani, but like this coming from the same guy that now hosts a Nintendo podcast. And what yeah. does he do when he hosts his Nintendo podcast? He brings out all of his exclusive Nintendo merch yeah. that you at home don't have because he went to some awesome event and got his own little private Nintendo prize that you cherish. And so I just think this is the culture of Nintendo. I, th- I think I-, I don't think Nintendo sees a bunch of fans being like, "I gotta have this. I'll kill someone for it." And they're like, "We clearly messed up." Like I don't yeah. think I don't think internally they're regretting this. I think they're like, "We our fans are rabid. They're freaking out." 
they're they're just they're like they don't care what we announce next because they're gonna throw money at us because we'll be like it might not I don't even want that damn thing but it's not gonna be around in eight months potentially so yeah Jones it is ridiculous that when they do announce Virtual Console we'll be happy about it yeah. we're gonna be excited when they announce Virtual Console like it's a gift if they like they're like yeah. shadow uh, drop it we're yeah. like ah like, no I'm gonna be happy but like, I'm gonna still be that. mad at them like uh-huh. I'm always mad mad Nintendo we're not gonna be mad Brad I'm still mad Nintendo I'm downloading Mario three again I'm gonna be so happy don't fool you Kyle they're fooling me Damian I like. It does. I'm pretty sure corrections come at me all you want to fix, like correct this. Mm-hmm. Like I want them to correct this, but I'm pretty sure it's manufacturing NES classics. It's not taking away from any of the parts and stuff you need for the Switch. You could, you could say that it's production of resources easily. You I mean, maybe that, the factory yeah. resources, but like right. the actual materials that go into it. I'm pretty sure not the same thing. Right. They, so it's not taking away. And what's not available right now? Switch. So if they had, if NES Classic was easier to manufacture, I'm pretty sure it's easier because they took it apart and it was like a joke what's in there. Right, it doesn't have a screen. Yeah. It's, it's easier just, to manufacture, yeah. Just, why if they were continuing to manufacture, oh, sorry, we're out of Switches, but hey, those NES Classics are back in stock, baby. Hottest selling thing is next to the Switch. Nah, it's no, not the future. That thing is not the future. How do you yet. not, why are you the saying? The Switch is the future. That box is nothing. That box oh, is over. Oh, it's, it's nothing, huh? I never liked that box. I That's really you, never Kyle, liked the NES Classic. That's you, Kyle, but a lot classic. of people what, are the NES Classic? Like, Where's Why? the NES Classic, Because it, it's not Nintendo. It's such a non-Nintendo What do you product. mean, not, not Nintendo. Nintendo? What do you mean? Right. Why is it not a Nintendo I know, move? Because I, I know. This, I shouldn't do this you as moderator. You a whole new I know. can of worms. Because Nintendo... I'm sorry, y'all hear that? Oh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sounds like it's podcast. I can't believe this. What <laughs> the memes of? This is the worst, dude. <laughs> How do I get off this podcast? <laughs> the following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of April. My goodness. Michael Kozachenko, who you can follow at Misha Koz. Richard Smuts, who you can follow at Thoraxis. Mango. Ikeelis. Need a new car key or remote? Ikeelis.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today, and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type an offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. Hogue Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. At Hogue Law, they're not just attorneys, they're entrepreneurs. With more than a decade of experience representing software, hardware, and game developers, and we're developers themselves. They're proud to support the allies, so check them out at www.hoaglaw.com. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from England that focuses on audio for game cinematics and trailers. They've also, they're also heavily involved in sound design and sound implementation for games. They've worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, Call of Duty, and a load of indies. You can see and hear their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. All these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Uh, real quick, I just... I no, think no, no, no. Go back to it. We're going back. Okay, so real quick, I just think like Nintendo's products have a vision. They're forward-thinking. They want to be different. And this idea of just trapping a bunch of old games in this little box seemed to me like a little money box. Seemed like a short-term thing. Yeah, they're a business. They're all about making money. Uh, yeah, but they're also about like... Y- yeah, you, but there's more to business than money. Yeah. 
They're about delighting. There's, but there's different ways to get money, and, yeah. and making your oh, fans yeah. really, is a weird way to make money. They really it delight everyone work. with the Wii U. That was so, a real delight. Basically, oh, basically, on, basically, Nintendo likes to employ the Eric Cartman strategy, where no, 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 they can't go to my theme park. Only five people a day are allowed to come to my yes. theme park. Yeah, and then everyone all of a sudden wants to go to the theme park. Like, hey, why only these five people get to go here? Is this like cool or something? Sorry, guys, only five people can come in a day, and then you start building up a line. Go watch that episode. That is what I think Nintendo is doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry, to end it, Kyle, on my end, I just think they're crazy for ending this. Unless they are coming out with a V2, like, maybe they saw, like, hey, we can do this better next time. We can, like, we can manufacture it more easily, whatever. They, like, they they just need to walk away from it for a little while and come back to it because maybe they do want to focus on Switch. If they come back to it, and there's no more like supply constraint or whatever with the V2 or whatever they do. I will ease off of this a little bit. Don't but any, what they've done never happening. But dude. what they've done so far yeah. Yeah. is not is not made me a happy person. They're never and gonna I handle this. Still the right way. don't forgive you, Target. Yeah. So when I continue <laughs> to spend massive amounts of money for Nintendo, I will not be happy about it. Yeah. Take right. that. Take We're that. Be happy. Take that, amiibos. We're going to be happy. Uh, it is now time for love and respect. Love, Love and respect. respect. Okay. Oh, boy. There's so many good ones. Ah, shoot. Oh, I'm all worked up now. I know. We talked about too much Nintendo. I'm not dropping in any more Nintendo Let's ones. Do it. We've, we've really exhausted that. Uh, okay. So this is an interesting one. Sometimes I like comments that are of the time and things that I wouldn't necessarily think of to talk about, but this is kind of an interesting uh, problem this person has. I like this. Okay. Hello. Hey, allies. This may be a tiny issue, but it irks me nonetheless. How do you feel about crowd crowdfunded games using cameos of other indie crowdfunded games characters? Jones, that smile of recognition, like yeah, it's just a great. It's a it's a very. I love a real specific topic. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly what they're talking about. I've not yet played ukulele, but have seen footage of Shovel Knight, the character, yeah. talking or quest giving in ukulele. I love Shovel Knight, the game, as do many others. It was really fun, but it feels strange seeing him plopped into another universe, especially if this was shown to potential backers before ukulele was released. I don't know if this was the case in parentheses. This issue is magnified even larger with another crowdfunded title, Indivisible, where there are eight or nine other indie game characters that I do remember were shown off to help get people excited for the game and possibly send some money their way. Obviously, cameos are nothing new, but seeing these unrelated characters appear with permission, of course, in other crowdfunded games just seems off to me. Funding these games is hard enough, so maybe I shouldn't be so judgmental. It just seems like these developers are using these bonus characters to pander to an audience too obviously and rubs me the wrong way. Is this even a bad thing? Am I mistakenly seeing a trend where there are only a few isolated incidents, or does this practice bother anyone else as much as it does me? Love and respect, Parker. Yeah, what 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 you're smelling is desperation, and that's never a good feeling. Desperation? It's desperation yeah. when there's just jolly cameos. But they're not, if they didn't need that promotion, they wouldn't do it. You know, like they wouldn't. I, I I feel like I feel like hey, this benefits both of us. You know, if your audience is if the if the Banjo Kazooie audience that's looking forward to ukulele is either not familiar with Shovel Knight or hasn't spent enough time with Shovel Knight, mm-hmm. and then they see that like not only is Shovel Knight in this game, not only introduced to the character, so I'm familiar with this character now and can speak, which was bizarre, uh, but 
now I might. Uh, now Wait, I know he, that is he voice acted in the yeah. game? Yeah, in ukulele. Got hey, the oh, hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, oh, got it. Um, but uh, now I know that the developers. Now I know that Yacht Club likes uh, you know the developers of ukulele. Mm-hmm. So hey, these guys are friends. You know, the yeah. developers of ukulele like this game, and maybe I'll like it too. Maybe we'll give it a chance. What's it like, Damiani? What is that part of the game like? The ukulele. Yeah. I mean, I didn't find. I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with it. It is clear. First of all, it's clearly pandering. They're clearly just, it's a jolly cameo where one developer is like, Hey, we, we like you we want to help you out. Sure. You can use this because it is going to incentivize people to some degree. I don't think it's make or break or anything like that, but it's a cool thing that people are like, Oh, I'm, I, I, I'm that, that like got me interested in this or their own fan base. Like, Hey, we're also putting our character in here. Um, so I definitely put that under pandering. In, all he does, they make, there's a joke, Laylee uh, makes jokes about Shovel Knight, and it's like supposed to be kind of like humorous, like, haha, like, here's Shovel Knight. They make a whole joke about him talking about, like, I can't, I don't understand, I'm in the third dimension, I'm a 2D character, this is all so weird to me. I wound up in the all he, all, I'm sorry, this is a spoiler, it's the very first world and stuff. All he does is give you a quest. Not yeah. playable, doesn't do any kind of action, mm-hmm. and he just promises to give you like It's in the first world? Yeah, yeah very first world. Right off the bat. For, as soon as you expand the world, mm-hmm. he's available right away. He's okay. in some other part as well. He used some well. pages to explain, expand the Yeah, first and then he's in another of. part as well, I believe, that I thought I came across. I'm vaguely, I might be imagining that, but I thought I saw him a second time. Whoa. Anyway. Damiani, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought he was in another part. I See, saw him. that Nintendo Anyway, <laughs> that one's, like, it's still pretty harmless to me, but that seems rather pointless. It's mostly for pandering, that type. Um, what was the, was it Super Meat Boy where they had the other playable characters from other indie games where, like, they, they oh, were playable. It's not uncommon. It's very yeah. Cool. Like yeah. I think that's fine when they're playable. When they're actually in there, and it's not really wrecking any kind of story. Like Super Meat Boy, it has a narrative, but it's like not the most like elaborate narrative. Mm-hmm. I I don't find that as like bad. But like I mean, if it's a major story game, an indie story game, and all of a sudden random character X shows up just to be there, it's just I, I don't I don't have an example obviously, but doing something with that would probably rub me the wrong way because they asked like does it rub you the wrong way yeah that would be crossing the line for me is like that's just that's just terrible like, right how's it rub that. you i'm okay with it right now you like the rub i'm okay with it right it's now like when like cloud and both your show fantasy tactics like never bugged me I'm like cloud, you don't clearly don't belong in this world wait both fear both fear both fear from final fantasy 12? 12 yeah he's in the zodi he's in the psp one Oh, okay, yeah. got you. Okay, he's in that. The timeline like, was really. I'm like, this is a different world. Cydia did it. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that. Like, yeah, if it's like, I mean, Final Tag is a super story-driven game too. So, in the case of like Indivisible, I'm I'm charmed by it. I like okay. seeing all these guest characters because I like seeing them support each other, the indie devs. And so when Jones calls it desperate, I'm like a little taken aback, to be honest with you. I just, I think that's, I think. Uh, I bring it up because I, I don't get angry at this, mm-hmm. but I do get angry about silly things. I do find myself sometimes just like screaming in the corner and everyone else is like, okay, Jones. So like, I'm, oh, I love this stuff and I'm always sympathetic to people that are like, I'm, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills and nobody seems upset about this and I seem upset. And uh, it sounds like, um, you know, the, the person who sent in this question is, is maybe a little unsure. Like, I don't know why this gets to me so much. Yeah. And I think that's it is because like you want to see, what is the name of the developer? Who made Ukulele? 
platonic. Platonic. Yeah. It's Formal like rare. you want to see platonic, you know, pull itself up by its its own bootstraps and just and not have to do this and not sure. need, you know, like maybe we'll add that later. Maybe you know what 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 I think this person wouldn't have a problem with is like you know a, a gorilla and a CD project kind of high fiving each other over Witcher and Horizon. You know, they have a little like online social media you know love right. fest. Yeah. But it's like you're not going to see Aloy in the Witcher expansion or something. But it's like, hmm. but we know those developers like each other and we know That's totally not fair together. because. There are Easter eggs. Right. And we won't get into which Easter eggs. Jones, there's totally Easter eggs from another. So, oh, really? <laughs> uh, but, but on the other side, they're not advertised with those Easter eggs. Uh, that Easter eggs isn't used as an incentive. Speaking of advertising, in. one thing that can kind of blow back in this situation is I saw somebody, uh, um, some outlet posted a negative, sto- negative story about ukulele and used the screenshot with Shovel Knight in it. Oh, my God. And so a lot of people were yeah. replying to that tweet and being like, what the heck does Shovel Knight have to do with this? Yeah. It's like, oh, we just grabbed a tweet from the we game. Grabbed, so it's right. like... Now Yacht Club's like, wait, wait, <laughs> like we're not involved in this. Sure. Yeah, so. I, I don't think ukulele was a specific case here. Ukulele didn't really depend on any kind of shovel knight. It doesn't have, I think it doesn't no. impact yeah. it any way, one way or the other, then it's almost an Easter egg. I mean, it's very well publicized, but it's like a nice nod to... Publicized Easter eggs I'm not into, to be honest. Sorry. Yeah, that, they, they call the it that. They're making a big it, deal about it. Because yeah. it could have been, you're right, it could have been cool it, as an It's Easter a cameo egg. reference, yeah. yeah. Like, it, sorry, you're, you're right. Because he didn't even get to that part in the game, right? But, Were they like, like, I, you know, like, I... Has this person? Do you think oh, this person ukulele? probably will never play ukulele. Oh, no, 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 this okay. impression I get, honestly, from the letter. I mean, I'm I'm glad they're questioning it and stuff. Like, it's good to think about like whether or not that's a good practice or not. And honestly, I think from what we've seen in general, like it's not the worst thing, and it, it seems to be pretty okay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there might be line, times where it crosses the line. Um, yeah. Not just indies, though. I wanted to give special shout outs to uh-huh. uh, dubious shady deals with. Uh, Final Fantasy 13-2's paid DLC, that Mass Effect outfit, and that Assassin's Creed outfit. It's like, hi, our game wasn't good enough on its own, so how about we get some Etsy? Li- that is not at all what that was. Mm-hmm. Again, that's like, if, wouldn't this be fun? Let's celebrate video games. It's DLC. I thought they were just like fans of those games. So they put yeah. them in their game. What, so what's super and funny let's is charge how, you for it. Here's here's the, the <laughs> person who is it. super mad about the Switch shirt in Zelda. Absolutely, like there's no reason that should exist. Uh, Zelda's a whole different de- thing because if you do buy that, you're forced it. That shirt will come in your game no matter what if you buy that DLC. Uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. Nothing but, says awesome like. What was the main characters? I don't forget. Sarah, Sarah, and the whatever the other guy's no name. Christ. Noel, Noel, yes. And Noel dressed like you know, like Ezio. So yeah. Like, hey guys, I'm Ezio. And then I had like Sarah in that like Mass Effect outfit, just like, what's up? I was like, so, yeah. nothing says Max RP like this to me. And so yeah, and like I'm cool with it. So I, I think Jones is right to pick up on like Parker saying like, am I crazy? Is there something here? Because the thing is, there's no line. Uh, there's no line between desperate and totally jolly fun. It is just your perception of it. Yeah, totally. And it's just how you feel about that particular thing. If it is marketing or if it's just, let's just have fun with this. And it, it is. Very true. It's really weird because Damiani, I, I, that yeah, totally smells like marketing with 13. Yeah, like the DLC. Yeah. I mean, it's also, obviously it's DLC. It's optional. You yeah. do not have to buy it. It's not part of the game. It just, that was this one time when I was like, man, they're really hard up for some money here. Mm-hmm. Like, they really want you to buy that DLC. So they're like, thank you, you know, Assassin's Creed. Thank you, Mass Effect. Thank you, <laughs> thank you EA and Ubisoft for letting us use. And like, the way I see it is like a totally cute cooperation. I guess it would be a totally cute cooperation if it didn't cost money. You're right. That's the huge difference is they want to sell oh, yeah, there's it. A, there's negotiation. There's license. Right. Come on. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. business. It's like, yeah, and we'll be sure to say we really like your work. That little celebration Spernix. of video games costs um, money. Like, uh, what, 
I think that would bug me in some games that are really high stakes for me. And, like, I'm super invested in, like, if Bloodborne had freaking Mass Effect armor. I'm yeah. like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. It'd be gross. It'd be like, so this gross. Sucks. It just, like, and teleports it's, down. And it's yeah. worth pointing out that Ukulele is a comedy. That, that yes, it, it yeah. is. Ukulele's making it's fun of itself It's a game that totally doesn't take itself so, seriously. Yeah. Like, if there was a game to throw Shovel Knight into, yeah, it's you know, like, yeah. that, some it games make makes sense. more sense. I do worry for Indivisible a little bit, actually, because, like, the characters are so well animated and so well uh, plotted mm-hmm. out that, that, in addition, playing guest goofy characters that don't necessarily belong to that world, and for each of them doing movesets, I'm like, oh, I yeah, don't know Yeah, hopefully they can find a that. way to fit them in, yeah. context-wise. Yeah. Uh, tricky thing to Yeah, balance. it's dicey. Cool, cool thing to observe, though. I appreciated that, Parker, and, and making a yeah, question nice. about that. Let's do a quick game. I like this game. Hi, allies. Uh, here's how this works. Uh, I'm going to give you a Japanese title of a video game. You give me the U.S. title of this video game. Okay. Uh, example Biohazard would be Resident Evil. You would say Resident Evil. Okay, ready? Psycho Break. Evil Within. Yes. Actually, we just talked about that before the stream. Uh, Rockman. Mega Man. Yep. Ooh, do I give it to Damiani or Brad? I feel like Damiani spoke first. Can you give it to Damiani? Okay. Top Secret The Resurrection of Hitler. Wolfenstein? No. No, Top Secret. Top this one I did not Wolfenstein? know. Wolfenstein? This, this is fun. No, it's not Wolfenstein. Oh, you just said Wolfenstein. Yep. Who? Uh, another game ends with Hitler. Medal of Honor? <laughs> no. Older. And Medal of Honor is another Hitler. Um, it's not coming to you. It is Bionic Commando. Oh. oh. Yes. Oh, I, I, yeah. In the U.S., I don't think it's I, Hitler. Now actually, I just remember his head fair. exploding in my wow. brain. Yeah, I think they changed it to something else. Um, pretty cool. They just like name him the Fuhrer, I think, or something? Yeah. Oh, Vampire. Castlevania? No, it's Vampire Killer. Give you a hint. This is a fighting game. Darkstalkers? Yeah, Brad! Oh, uh-huh. Good job. Red Seeds Profile. Red Seeds Profile? Mm-hmm. 360 game, kind of a cult following on this one. It's an RPG? Mm, Twin Peaks vibes. Oh, uh, Deadly, Deadly Premonition? Yes! Do I give that to Brad or no, Jones? No, give it to Jones. He was on it first. Okay, Deadly Premonition. Red Seeds Profile. Red Seeds Profile. Yeah. Never played that, so I'm not guessing. Yeah. I'm so I'm stoked what, on this what that one. Means. Naughty Duck's Dream Adventure. DuckTales? Yes, it's DuckTales. Naughty Duck? Naughty Duck's Dream Adventure. <laughs> I wonder if DuckTales was ever televised in Japan. Me too. There's a, there's oh, a you Japanese intro for it. Okay, yeah, there sure. Is. Yeah, they have the games there. So like it's the just NES called games. Naughty Ducks. Oh, yeah. is it like? <laughs> no, it's, it says Duck. T- it, it, it's no, it, it's the same song. Oh, no, okay. it's saying Naughty. Why well, I never heard of the Japanese Naughty game. Ducks. Okay, that's really funny. I mean, it might translate to that. They're but usually I, the good I guys. I heard DuckTales yeah. in it. They're still naughty. They do naughty stuff. By the I way, know. new new DuckTales trailer. Holy cow. I'm into it. Yeah. Bare Knuckle, Furious Iron Fist. Uh, Ooh. What, Damian? Just say what you thought. Streets of Rage. Oh, it's Streets of Rage. Yes. Brad stole Fury, it. But I was yeah. like, no, it's not that one. It's the other one. Uh. Bare Knuckle, Furious Bare Iron Knuckle. Fist. Yeah, it's cool. A Wonderful World. <laughs> a wonderful world. Yep. Animal Crossing. I'll give you a hint. Uh, the U.S. title is worse than this. I was gonna say Katamari Damacy. It's more obtuse than that. <laughs> a wonderful world. The world. The word "world" is in the U.S. title. The world ends with you. Yes. 
Oh, jeez. Wow. That's called a wonderful world in Japan. I didn't oh, know that. why? Why do you change that to the world ends with you? It's not a wonderful world. There's a marketing team <laughs> yeah, we need to talk say. to. Hey, come on. Can you? Don't Brad, do that. When you finish that game, does the world ends with you make sense? Like, do you get what they mean? Mm. I can't remember it's super well I played when it came out. Sure. It didn't seem like a wonderful world though from what I remember. <laughs> Alright, I gotta be honest with you, I don't know either I don't know this this game, so this will this will be tricky. I can't really give you hints. Okay. Spartan X. Spartan X. Yep. Rygar. Sure, worth guessing. <laughs> Spartan X. God of War. The name of this game is Kung Fu Master. What? Mm. Do you know Kung Fu Master? Again, I'm this is the thing mm. like Mm, that's no. a very popular PC adventure game, Kyle. Like, oh, oh I don't right. know those. I know, chat. I know. It's the longest journey, Kyle. Yeah. No, Kung Fu is the NES game. Kung right? Fu Master. Yeah, Kung Fu is the, just the NES game. Legend of Kage, yeah. Kung Fu. Kage? I don't remember if this Kung Fu. Winning Master. 11. Oh, that's Pro Evolution, Pro Evolution Soccer. Soccer. Ooh. I don't know what to give it to. I, yeah, John, he was, he was Damiani right. said that's first, but I feel like I Jones... I rolled off of him. Okay, all right. So I we'll give that to Damiani. Does well, Damiani win that game? That's why I love whenever I hang out with Konami. Uh, Konami. They're okay. like, NS, we're going to talk about Pez. I'm like, Pez? Really? We're going to Pez? Cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love Pez. No, oh, you do, it's actually. Delicious. I got the yeah, yeah, Pez, Pez, Pez collection. Love and respect, Rob Lee. Thank you for the game, Rob Lee. Thanks, Rob. Good game. Good game. Good game. Um, Let's do... Oh, you know I love updates? I love it when people send me updates. This yeah. is a long comment. And not necessarily an update from this person, but it is considered an update, so I really like this. This comes yeah. to us from Shadow of the Ninja. Hello, allies. Greetings from China. Yeah. I've been a fan since E3 2015, and this is my first LNR comment. Here's the reason. During the Easy Allies podcast number 51, March 15th, 2017, in the Love and Respect section, somebody named Johnny B mentioned the game Hollow Knight and said that it is the best Metroidvania game in a long time. At first, I highly, I highly doubted it, but since I love Metroidvanias, I decided to give it a try. My first impression of this game is the controls feel great. Graphic. Graphics look beautiful, and the music is just perfect. Several hours later, I find myself freaked out by those creatures in the Deep Nest and the Royal Waterway. Have to mention this, because they are really creepy. After 20 hours, I was shocked by the scale of this game. Right now, I've played over 100 hours, got all the achievements, and will keep playing this game. I love this game, and I highly recommend anybody that hasn't tried it, give it a try. Although, it has some issues, such as the frame rate, but mine is mostly gone after I changed the resolution to the lowest. Can't wait to play the DLCs. I hope we can play as Hornet, Quirrell, maybe even Zote. Uh, could be fun, I guess. Anyway, I wrote this comment to thank Johnny B for his recommendation and thank Kyle and all the allies. If it wasn't for you guys, none of this would happen. Keep up the great work. Sorry about my expressions. My English is not good. Love and respect. Shadow of the Ninja. Nice. Zotype. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what any of that means, but uh, I, I love out, a passionate comment. Check out Ben's Don't Skip on it. I was about to say, yeah. this is a good Don't Skip right here. Yeah, uh, that was a good Don't Skip. I want right to play it. Nailed it. I uh, want to play it. I like that as a follow-up because the question from Johnny B said, where's the hype? Where is it for Hollow Knight? And the idea that we, I brought that up and, you know, we talked about Hollow Knight and that there was positive uh, a positive reaction from just that one comment. I like that. That's pretty cool. Scale is a hard thing to make someone believe. What do you mean? You know, by like that? even I mean, it, it's if you were to see a game and it's like I don't want to spoil this game for you, but trust me, it's huge. Mm-hmm. I'm just like yeah, I just kind of like even from watching your footage of Breath of the Wild, man. Like and and of having put 50 mm. hours into it now, it's like I had no idea. I had no <laughs> idea that game was yeah. that big. There was that much to do. There was that many crazy activities. Seeing the stuff that you know Amanda has done that I haven't gotten to yet. 
But just based on the footage I got from Damiani for the review, you know, he skipped all the dungeon parts. He skipped, you know, he made sure like not to spoil like a lot of the crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, Good job, Damiani. And, uh, He's improving so, with so that. It's, it's hard. Like, I, uh, like, like that's, I think, one of the most eye-opening things about me when I get an experience from somebody else who's played it is, like, it's huge. I know it doesn't seem that way because they're just showing you, like, the beginning and maybe a couple cool parts in the middle. But, like, it's a, it's a, it's a big, fat game. Cool. Yeah. Damiani, when, uh, you know you do those streams where you watch your old reviews? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was watching you look at Black and White 2, Pokemon Black and White 2. You, you had the final boss in the review. You had like the entire, like the final 20 minutes in that review. It's like, what are you doing, Damiani? Why would you review this way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm glad that you're like, so. you, Damiani. Yeah. That's in that review, dude. Whoa. You can't do that, Damiani. What? Don't think <laughs> Jones, so. He shows the champion. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. His, oh, his, champions. Come on. Oh, you can't show the champion. I show the real ending about the, 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 the dude, the old guy who was like, the history, like yeah, oh, I think his name is like Gets Getsis or something. The old white hair yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't show any of that. That's the real sport. You show the champion of the Elite Four. You can't do that, Damiani. You can't do that. Okay, okay, sure, I can't do that. <gasps> okay. can't spo- I don't show the story spoilers, but mm-hmm. that that champion, Tendosin, that cease and desist right now. Here's a concise question that I think is pretty thoughtful. This comes to us from Michael Wilson. What brings new people to video games? Arcades are long dead, and video games aren't often seen in sports bars or stadiums. Is streaming the only way that brings in new audiences nowadays? So, word of mouth, always. Word of mouth. Word, word of mouth is usually the most away. powerful just thing. Catching up with old friends and just yeah. like, man, have you heard about... No, new people. Um, what brings new people into video games? And I do think it's streaming. I think streaming is huge. I think YouTube's huge. I think just uh, people playing Minecraft yeah. is huge. You know what I mean? Uh, kids, I guess we talk about, really. Oh, for kids, yeah, that's probably how a lot of them see a lot of stuff. Yeah. Are they saying like people have kids and their kids play the game and they and then they see that and they're like, oh, I want to try out games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I had an uncle talk to me over Easter break, like, hey, you got a, you got a switch? You know, they, I, I do think sometimes that yeah, people, uh, those thirty to forty year olds that Nintendo considers not active gamers or whatever, I think that yeah, this could apply to them as well. What brings new people in? I just think meant like a new friend. You move to another city. Yeah. You, you have to sit next to it's word of mouth. Somebody you're not a big gamer, and then you yeah. meet somebody, mm. the coworker, and you get to, you become really good friends. What do you do in your spare time? Oh, I play games a lot. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I go over to his house, check out his VR setup, check out his Switch. And like, yeah. yeah, maybe oh, some actually someone just browsing Reddit or something. Or is that like, that oh, person that's if they walked into a blockbuster like all the times they walked block, block, uh, Best yeah. Buy, yeah. like yeah. all Sorry, the times they if they walked to a blockbuster, I'd be very impressed. Uh, they walk into a Best Buy, it's like, you know, they're not going to just that one time. Oh, now I'm going to walk out with a, you know, PS4. Uh, I think that social media is huge. I think that a bunch of tweets that I don't like about Zelda, just like, look what I found in Zelda. Look what this part of Zelda. I think that's huge. I think that brings new people into video games. Gifts. Gifts on Reddit bring people into video games. Thank you, Brad. Yeah, absolutely. Gifts. Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. Just the, the, mm-hmm. those things. It seems so everybody you know, talking like, about it not, on the yeah. planet. Yes, that's spread by word of mouth. Yeah, couldn't ignore that game if you tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even my mom asked me about Pokemon Go. What'd she yeah. ask you about? She's like, oh, "What's Pokemon Go?" I was like, "Whoa, what? <laughs> What'd you say?" I was like, "Oh, it's just like this dumb app game." <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Don't play, it, mom. It sucks." <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> that was your chance. That was gonna get her in. That's dude. not uh, how I want to get her in. Yes, that's I don't want to. I don't want to do that. My no, my mom knows video games because me growing up playing them. But sure. I'm surprised she asked me about it. Yeah, switch on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, absolutely. 
It was big, like getting just freaking. Oh, what in, is the swag? Here you go, Kyle. Here's term you hate influencers. You know what's funny is uh, when that happened. I think you in particular said uh, he he was prepared. They coached him because he did a shield slide. He slid on his shield, and I was like, no, no. I really think he like studied how to do that. Sliding on your shield is not natural. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was absolutely coached. I told you. Yeah, you told me. <laughs> you told me you could slide on your shield. Yeah. And like that's the thing. It's like Jimmy Fallon picks it up. He's like, okay, and I'm gonna shield slide. This is so cool. And I thought he's like, wow. dude, slow mo, like bow shots perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's really cool. He was able to do that. Like, no, no. <laughs> he was. Somebody told him. Yeah, uh, that was apparent. Like Street Street Fighter, Lupe Fiasco, like wanting to not only like talk about it, but wants to like enter a match against Daigo Mahara. It's like mm-hmm. biggest names in music. It's like, yo, I want to play Street Fighter Five. Like biggest games in music. Biggest names, names in, in music. biggest names in music Popular. is Lupe Fiasco. What? I'd give him top hundred, maybe. I mean, big name. Okay, That's pretty big. I'm not saying yeah. the big. I didn't mean to say the biggest. But okay. Like, yeah. Pretty well known. Yeah. Come on, like, yeah, like doing something like that, like making those types of things happen. What was the? Uh, that was huge. You're right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't the, downplay that. That was huge. Getting uh, Florence the Machine, Final Fantasy 15 music, covering a classic song. Stand by me. Stand by me. Mm-hmm. So your older parent, your parents, like they used to play that back and be like. Oh, who did that remake of uh, Stand By Me? And you have to go explain, oh, it's from this video game called Final Fantasy 15. They yeah. asked about it. They're yeah. curious. It's, like, it brings it's some, them in. It's, some kind it's of how hook. you bring them in. They might not be interested after that point, yeah. but... It's how you bring in a new audience. It's a, it's a, so it's easy. Way, bring Jamie Foxx back? Is that what we're... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes, it worked. Yeah. It got people tweeting. I, I feel it like it, people, yes. yeah. it has to be like a positive and feels like more natural where... Yeah. You know, the person seems really interested in it, and it's not like, uh, it doesn't seem like a paid shill type of thing. Yeah. Uh, this is so aside. That implementation of that track into Final Fantasy fifteen. look, I paid, played 20 minutes. It's so bad. Yeah, it is. It's like... It, it's just the beginning of the game, right? There's a, like a stupid Fade to Black. Jones, you've started the game, right? How How, how is that song going to be inserted into the game that makes credits. any sort of sense whatsoever? Ending credits. What? You can so do it right. End and you can do it right. I totally think you can do it right. Play it alongside the credits. No. When it, like when a game uses a licensed track well, I'm so happy. Yeah, a Red Dead Redemption uses a licensed track. like With yeah. vocals, I mean. Right. I love that. That was written for the game. So was Stand By. So was this version of Stand By Me? They did. Oh, uh, Kyle, you're, <laughs> telling me, you're telling me riding on a horse in a Mexico, hearing like, "Oh, what's that? Oh, a guy's playing guitar," as opposed to like two seconds in, it's like, "Oh, it's Stand By Me." What was it like? Doesn't, you could have fun singing the song for another two minutes, but I knew that I knew the song right it's, away. It's honestly like it's like, like 15 Dead, it's seconds. Like, yeah. It's really you'd have it's to, really you'd short. have to really be on that artist, or you'd have to like have 13. heard him play before. What? Like, what about 13? 13 did it as well. Lena Lewis. Lena Lewis or Lena Lewis, sorry for your name. The the person who did the theme for Avatar back in oh, 2009 okay. was huge. Right, yeah. And Square Enix like, hey, you want to do a theme song for Final Fantasy 13? Mm-hmm. The yeah. U.S. version. There was a J-pop version, I th- or Japanese band or artist did the Japanese version, and it plays during the ending. It's yeah. like you, the ending sequence begins. And they start playing that music. This is I realize this is so aside. Persona yeah. Five using just in battles vocal tracks is so interesting. Yeah, I realize Persona games have done that for yeah, a while. Yeah, these vocals like all the time. It's so impressive. It's really yeah, impressive to be able to do that. But I was saying like yeah, big name yeah. artist here yeah. that you probably because coming off Avatar, everyone was like who who you know knew that name for a few years. After oh, that. you remember Godsmack in uh, Prince of Persia, Warrior Within, or whatever? Ma, stand alone. Yes, <laughs> that's an example of a bad. Yeah, there are many bad examples. Oh, yeah. of, good, good bad. Uh, good bad. Artists getting Cheesy involved bad. with games. Oh yeah. Uh, but that's how you do it. I, I really do. I think all. I think those are good. I think those are all good examples. Uh, it, 
we're way past the time of like, oh, that, I played that game in an arcade. Let me get the NES version of it. We made fun yeah. of Zac Efron and Jamie Foxx, but now we're now we're okay with that. Can we not make fun I of them? No, they're bad examples. They are I bad don't, examples. Jazz. Yeah, those specific examples, I don't think we're very the best way to do it. It's so hard to get solicits. If you're a celebrity, it's really hard. If you like games a little bit, you kind of don't want to get involved with it because then it's like you get it, you get onto these shows. You and can the tell, pe- and the people who love games a lot. Are just like you don't know. Yeah, you don't no, know no. as much as you should about Final right. Fantasy, and so there's really no winning. And to the cool people, you look nerdy. Suddenly, you're like, yeah, I, I like I like uh, Final Fantasy eight. I think was that the one with uh, what's Zidane? the one with the guy with the big sword? Yeah, and then like oh, suddenly, God. like you look like a nerd to the, the other people. Like, I understand why celebrities, even those who love video games, try to distance themselves. It's just it's kind of a known situation a bunch of times. Bigger games in general. I mean, following on WoW's footsteps of being, like, the biggest thing for so long. Mm-hmm. League of Legends. Now, Overwatch. Like, so many people play it. So many people talk about it. Just, yeah. Like, when you see in the when you read in the news that, oh, people can get a visa because that's, like, a, a, a valid job to come over to the United States to compete in those tournaments. Just like, wow. Like, whoa, I didn't know that about video games and stuff. Yeah. And that, those games are making, big yeah. because of Twitch. Those games oh, are yeah. big because of streaming. I agree with your original point. Like YouTube, Twitch, yeah, such a big deal in helping expand gaming to yeah. the larger audience. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it was cool. I, I like having that discussion. Um, we're gonna wrap that up. That was good. That was that was some good cool. love and respect. Uh, it is now time for bets. Okay. This week's bet is about Outlast Two, which releases uh, next Tuesday, April twenty fifth. How long are the end credits, Brandon Jones? Three minutes, 20 seconds. Michael Damiani. Six minutes, 45 seconds. Okay. Brad Two minutes, Ellis. 30 seconds. Oh, a little switcheroo. And I have three minutes and 45 oh. seconds. All right, so we got the oh. I don't know how big the no, studio like is. Spot. I, I like the three-minute mark. Do you, yeah, Jones, you always there. win this one. Let me lock these in. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of bad at these. Oh, you always win a uh, trailer I length. Win, yeah, I win trailer length is the one you always win. Yeah. Credits are hard. It's like cheating, credits. man. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> Jones, this is good to pick. There's always some up. like localization team or something. I'm like, ah, I should have known. Uh, last week's bet we talked about. Nintendo Direct uh, yes. happened. Yeah. Uh, what would the release date for ARMS be? Jones, you bet May 14th. Ben bet May 16th. Ian bet May 19th. And as if in a row, I bet May 21st. Well, the release date is June 16th, which is a Friday, by the way. Yeah. Every other, all their new games have come out on Fridays so far. Why? <laughs> they're trying to because be, we're Nintendo. It's Nintendo. <laughs> we gotta train you like the weekend. Take your Friday off. Take your Friday off. Play the weekend. Play the weekend. I love it. Uh, that brings our total to Purple Platypie four. <laughs> that was good. That was one of the best. Red Eagles eleven. Oh man. Yeah. Brutal. Don by law might be inactive again this season. Uh, if you fall behind by ten points, Don Mercy. by law is enacted. Yep. Don by law. And then we have an extra Don bet for it. Right, 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 right. Yep. Jocko. Damn. Jones, that's three in a row, baby. Mm-hmm. Hat trick. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm finally pulling my weight on this team. You're on fire. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Easy Allies first. Uh, so Easy Allies. Hey, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you. It happens. Yeah. It's always, it's always somebody's first. I'm always worried about that person. We're not this angry often about we, Nintendo. Were we angry? You're right. This was an angry Nintendo podcast. I was wasn't furious. It? Yeah. 
I'm ready for him. Uh, yeah, uh, but I think we talked about some abstract things that I like this week. I was interested in what y'all had to say this week, which is cool. M- most of the time, not really. Kind of like that's what I thought. Yeah. Wow. No, I guess most of the time I'm ready. I'm ready for what you're going to say. And this, you know, we got we said some interesting things. So, uh, Easy Allies is a group larger than the four people you see or are hearing in front of you uh, who make videos about video games. We just love it. We love to do that. And we are enabled to do that through patreon.com slash Easy Allies. We have patrons who on a monthly basis, give us money to just do what we do and which is to make videos, which is to live stream and, uh, uh, create videos. And we do like it and podcast content. Everyone one might say, uh, and so, yeah, that's a wor- website worth checking out if you are interested in seeing how you could do that. Uh, also check out easyallies.com to see our schedule, to see our videos, to see what we're about. If you're curious, what else, what else do these guys do? You can go there and you can find out easily what else we do. Uh, that's pretty much it. I want to hear, Brad, how'd you do with your goal, dude? Man, I petted Sophie uh-huh. like quite a bit, but she didn't like go on her back. Yeah, and she's been out for yeah. I think like the last <laughs> but it's half like, hour. I got to pet Sophie, so I'm, I'm still cool with it. Okay. Oh, there's her belly, dude. There's her belly. It's oh, up. Yeah, do it. It's do it. up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> got it. Making dreams come true. That's so weird. I know, I, it's not on camera. Yeah, Sophie. Just as we Wanna started talking about her, Sophie rolled over, exposed the belly. Yeah. She's like, okay, Brad. Yeah. yeah. It's time. Uh, Damiani, uh, how'd you do on your goal? Uh, Success. Mm. Got, got Multiple Bossman. times. Yep. Bossman, uh, yep. Shout it out, baby. Jones, how did you do on your goal this week? I got it in right away. Mm-hmm. Felt good. I failed at my goal. What was yours again? Paint oh. of imagery. Oh, yeah. Paint like... Metaphor. Maybe I'll still have an opportunity. Paint a picture. To do that. Oh, great. Here so because I won the bet this week, oh. I get to the right and responsibility to share my Twitter handle. I get to promote any Easy Allies video I would like to. I get the final word on anything I want to reiterate or uh, correct. Or maybe if I just want to paint a picture, I could do that with the final word. And I get to sign off with my trademark sign off. So uh, I'm at Kyle Bossman on Twitter. The video from Easy Allies that I would like to promote is a brand new podcast all about Nintendo. Look, I know... I know you listen to this podcast and you're thinking, they didn't talk about Nintendo enough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're saying that. I know you're saying that. Listen, uh, this is a brand new... I never say listen. Boy, I hate it when people say listen. Listen. Yo, listen up. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's the sports radio. It's creeping in. Listen. Uh, For uh, the new year, we introduced a 40,000 tier goal of two new podcasts that we met. It happened. We were finally above 40K since I think the first time since E3. It was pretty cool. And now we have two new podcasts. We talked about one last week, which was the movie podcast, which is called... uh, Reaction Shots. Thank you, Jones. Reaction Shots, the Easy Eyes movie podcast that's up. And we also have a new Nintendo podcast, which is called Friend Code. That is hosted by Michael Damiani right here on this couch. That is an hour long uh, every other week. Uh, We have that podcast up. Uh, the next episode, when is the next episode, Damiani? This Sunday at 5 o'clock for this patrons. Sunday. For Dollar and Up patrons. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tuesdays at noon for public. So our next Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Oh, so you get it way early if you're a patron. You get it two days early. 
Sunday to this, Tuesday. So this coming Sunday, and then Monday, and then comes Tuesday. Yeah, Damiani. For some reason, the way the way you uh, thought it was like over a week. Yeah, it okay. didn't. That was weird. Kyle, paint the picture for me of how long of time that is. You probably thought it was from Between Tuesday Sunday to Sunday. Tuesday. Tuesday is the patron day. Mm-hmm. Sunday. Oh man, that's sure. like a five day gap. Yep, uh, Damiani. So tell me what it, what the deal is with this. What is friend code? Friend code, well, in addition to what Kyle Bossman said, mm-hmm. it is our opportunity for the allies and sometimes special guests to take a deeper dive into specific subjects about Nintendo. Right now, we are going through our Nintendo memories. Uh, it's Kyle Bossman, mm-hmm. as you see sitting here with me, Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bloodworth, and me. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the first episode. We covered uh, NES through N64, or sorry, NES through Super Nintendo era with Game Boy mixed in. Yep. Um, we're going to move on to the other systems up until GameCube. We're going to cut off at GameCube. Right. And th- that's like the starting point. And that was more of a, hey, uh, remember that story time uh, concept that we kind of like axed? Our old 40K our goal. Our old 40K. Yeah. Kind of the, the spirit of that is kind of instilled into these first few episodes. Yeah. But aside it's from It's fun that, to reminisce. Is it always reminiscing? No. So it's Every not single a, week? It, is it, that... We have a wide variety of topics and ideas that we will implement oh. for the different episodes. For example, there might be a Nintendo Direct one week, which we can't We go... just had one of those. Yeah, we just had one of those, Kyle. Uh-huh. And we might not be able to talk about all the smaller games that were mentioned in it. We just might only focus on the, the big big boys. On this podcast. The, like the ARMS and the Splatoon 2 yeah. on the EZA podcast. Mm-hmm. People are like, wait. Are all those other games they announced, guys? Why yeah. are you just ignoring those? That's I want to spend cool. ten minutes talking about that Bomberman game. So the bad one. There we go. <laughs> Jones, did you see it? You just like butt stomp and like flip over panels. That's the entire game. It Wait, looks so bad. I thought it was published by Nintendo. Like, that'd be fun for like fifteen minutes. It'd be fun for so, zero minutes. Nah, you'd have fun. So it's a place for us to go in for about it's a sixty it's sixty minutes, but not mm-hmm. all sixty minutes are dedicated to that. It has a format, but a significant portion of it would be dedicated to covering the game all the games in Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, other ideas is, you know, maybe we do the the people on the panel will have to by the end of that sixty minutes decide what are the best Nintendo controllers ranked. Ranked from one like the top five top five best Nintendo controllers. My word, are you suggesting a, some sort of a countdown? Yeah, we might have we have mini countdowns. Very oh. miniaturized countdown. We're to count up here at Easy Allies. Discover the loophole. The loophole. To get has, countdowns happening I again. I pushed the button. It's um, happening uh, in the frame loophole. code. Yeah. But uh, it's it's just the panelists discussing yeah. that. And just say, hey, we have 60 minutes to come up with a list. Yep. And I, I was like, you know, for the controller one, maybe we'll bring the controllers, what we have. And we got to put them up in an order. Here's number one. Here's number two. When we did that GT, I love that countdown, by the way. I'm oh, still yeah. mad that uh, the Xbox 360 controller didn't get listed. That It just totally got shafted. Got shafted. For almost no reason. It was a D-pad. Everyone was like, it has such a bad D-pad. It's it not can't fair. possibly not right. be on there. But something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe <laughs> yeah, I got sidetracked. Sorry. Yeah, we're talking about top, top five yeah. mis- Top five times Nintendo got it wrong. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we might do an episode on like, hey, uh, why did we think the uh, the Nintendo 64 failed? Like, why didn't it do as well as its predecessors? I got a lot of thoughts or on why that. Did game- I could spend an hour Why on did that. the GameCube, which was as graphically equal to its competitors, use similar stuff? Why didn't it do as well as the PlayStation 2? Like, we might go into those topics. The Ooh. sky is the limit. Yeah. Um, and as you might see, we might drift into other consoles because they're relevant to discuss. So... It is, its focal point is definitely Nintendo, but, and it's not just a, a news podcast. That's the biggest thing to take away here. We've been talking yeah. for a long time here. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
it's not just going to be a news podcast. It'll be some topical stuff, but it'll also be some more evergreen, fun discussion and debate and some history stuff as well. Cool. You were going to say something, though, and I, I kind of interrupted you, I thought. You were like, huh. And then... No, it, it was... This is stupid, and this is will be the final thought. Uh, top five times Nintendo got it wrong. Would you include the NES Classic discontinuation? Um, yes or no? Probably not. Jones, I would you? I could think of five. No. Better. Brad, would you? No. Okay, I wouldn't either. Yeah, it's not top five. There's been much worse. Yeah. Listen, there's been much worse. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. <coughs> Virtual Boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, for my final word, I want to paint you a picture. Imagine you work at Nintendo, right? You're a publisher of video games, and you need to make the Switch look as impressive as possible. It's just launched, and you're trying to come up with software. You're sweating. You're in a, you're in a, 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 a conference room with your peers. You've worked with these people for almost mm, eight years. You've been in this business. You know them well. You've, you've gone through hell with these people, and... You're trying to brainstorm up some ideas for how to use this platform that's half handheld, half console. And for some dumb reason, you think, maybe we should make like this Bomberman clone where you butt stomp <laughs> the tiles and they change your colors. Maybe it can have some kind of Splatoon element where once the timer clicks down, the person who has filled the most tiles their color wins. And maybe you think, for some dumb reason, that is a game worth putting time into. Maybe you think that is worth Nintendo's development time. Maybe like that. Maybe that seems like an appealing video game concept to you. Now, imagine that everyone else in the room, for some dumb reason, agrees. Everyone else nods and says, yeah, like a dumb version of Splatoon with the controls of Bomberman. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have power-ups that change the way that your butt stomps change the tiles. And then, imagine your boss says, yup, we're doing it. Your boss says, yes, this can be a digital download game. Then, imagine having to make this look appealing. Imagine having to edit... A Nintendo Direct where you have to think of some dumb name for this dumb game that I simply can't remember right now. But imagine saying that name as an announcer like this is an announcement. Now, imagine that's reality. Open your eyes. What a picture. And tomorrow is forever all ours. I am enjoying these microtransactions.